RPN, the Roddenberry Podcast Network. Today's Daily Star Trek News is supported by listeners like you, patrons through Patreon. Find out more and add your support at patreon.com forward slash Daily Star Trek News. Hello and welcome to your Daily Star Trek News from the Roddenberry Podcast Network. I'm Alison Pitt, and today is Tuesday, June 9th, 2020. On today's show, Mike McMahon says Star Trek Lower Decks Season 2 is in the works. Visual effects supervisor Jason Zimmerman talks about the unique challenges for designing Star Trek Picard. And I've got this week's Trek trivia. All of that coming up next. Star Trek Lower Decks Season 1 isn't even out yet, but Season 2 is already on the cards. Showrunner Mike McMahon let the news slip in a Twitter thread over the weekend, but it's worth noting that there's no official word yet from CBS All Access. So how did the news come out? On Saturday, Lower Decks star Tawny Newsom retweeted TrekCore.com, who were pointing out Michael Burnham's upcoming new look in Discovery Season 3. Newsom said, This is small, but also huge. Box braids in Trek. I love us. Then Andy Fark, the drummer for the Star Trek-themed band Five Year Mission, replied to Newsom asking what the odds were that comedian Paul F. Tompkins could voice a shady alien on Lower Decks. Newsom and Tompkins have worked together frequently on Tompkins' improv comedy podcast, Spontaneanation. Long story short, both Tompkins and McMahon saw the tweet and indicated they'd be interested. Finally, McMahon replied to Tompkins, Ha ha, well consider yourself an alien. I'll have our casting folks reach out for the season two eps we're working on right now. Thanks, Andy Fark. Of course, McMahon didn't elaborate further on exactly what work they're doing on Season 2, but it's significant nonetheless for him to admit that there is progress. And while you're waiting for both Discovery Season 3 and Lower Decks Season 1, you can catch up on old episodes of Star Trek on CBS All Access. Star Trek visual effects supervisor Jason Zimmerman made a recent appearance in Deadline.com's Production Value web series. In the appearance, he discussed his role in the visual effects for Star Trek Picard, as well as shed some light on the unique demands of a Star Trek production. Before Star Trek Picard, Zimmerman worked on both Star Trek Discovery and Star Trek Short Treks. The move to Picard was an attractive one, as the visual effects and style are quite different than on Discovery. I was also really excited to be able to stretch our legs as a visual effects team and try different things out, Zimmerman said of the change. A big part of Zimmerman's job is world-building, which is both the physical and digital construction of the world audiences see on screen. We had a lot to do, and probably a little bit more than we do in Discovery, Zimmerman said of Star Trek Picard. That doesn't mean he and his crew worked from a blank slate, however. Fortunately for us, he said... The art department starts us off on a great foot with their concept art and reference drawings. Then we just set about finding the right sort of location for a plate that we could shoot it on. One of the most iconic structures in Star Trek Picard, and arguably in all of Star Trek, is the Borg Cube. 
Showing the massive scale of the cube was a challenge, especially because of the outer space setting. It's always a challenge to show scope and scale, Zimmerman noted, because unless you show an iteration of things next to the cube, you really don't have a reference point as to how big it is. Another visual effects challenge was working within the canon of the Star Trek franchise. Because some fans are keen to point out any discrepancies from prior Star Trek, Zimmerman and his team are doing everything they can to ensure the accuracy of their work. It's always a little bit daunting to be responsible for something that's so revered, that's been depicted so many times, Zimmerman said in the video. But, he added, you have probably the best amount of research and reference humanly possible for any show. So you definitely start there and want to make sure that you don't do anything that doesn't make sense. Now, while the pressure of being the visual effects supervisor is substantial, Zimmerman feels fortunate to be where he is. It's very stressful, and there are difficult times, like there are with any job, he said. But I'm working on Star Trek. I'm one of the biggest franchises in TV history doing visual effects, which is what I wanted to do for a job. So I would be a fool to do anything but be very grateful for where I'm at. You can watch the video for yourself on Deadline.com or on Deadline's YouTube channel. You can also check out all of the world building Zimmerman's team have done for Star Trek Picard, streaming now on CBS All Access. I've got Trek Trivia Tuesday in just a moment, but first, a word from me. Daily Star Trek News is supported by listeners like you through Patreon. Your monthly contributions of as little as $1 all add up to paying for things like web hosting, software, and technology that let us concentrate on bringing you the best Star Trek content as it happens. To find out how you can be a part of the Daily Star Trek News family and keep alive our vision of serving Star Trek fans with timely and relevant news, please head to patreon.com forward slash daily Star Trek news. That's patreon.com forward slash daily Star Trek news. And a big thanks to you for supporting this show. And now it's Trek Trivia Tuesday. Did you know the three main enterprises in classic era Star Trek were each designed by different designers? Matt Jeffries designed the original series Enterprise Andrew Probert designed the Next Generation's Enterprise D, and the NX-01 Enterprise from Enterprise was designed by the Oscar-winning visual effects artist Doug Drexler. So now a trivia question for you. Now we've covered the classic-era Enterprises, but who is credited with the design of the USS Voyager? Bonus points if you can also name the designer of Deep Space Nine. Find out the answer to both of those on Friday's episode of Daily Star Trek News. Well, that's it for today's Daily Star Trek News from the Roddenberry Podcast Network. Don't forget to check out the other great shows on the network at podcasts.roddenberry.com. Daily Star Trek News is produced by me, Allison Pitt, with selected stories by Chris Peterson. We're supported by people like you through Patreon. Find out how you can add your support at patreon.com forward slash Daily Star Trek News. Sign up for the Daily Star Trek Newsletter at dailystartreknews.com forward slash contact. Get all the day's Star Trek news delivered straight to your inbox every weekday morning. And if email's not your thing, 
then don't forget to follow Daily Star Trek News on social media. I'm at Daily Trek News on Twitter and Instagram. I'm back tomorrow with more of the Star Trek news you need to know, and this week in Trek history. I'm Alison Pitt. Live long and prosper. Podcast.roddenberry.com The Roddenberry Podcast Network